This is the Casual Nerds Podcast with Eri and Matt. Hello, welcome to Casual Nerds, a podcast for casual fans. My name is Eri and with me is... Mega DJ Matt. And in today's episode, it's just two casual fans, or in this case, two hardcore fans, depending on how you look at it. Well, basically, it's just two of us talking about anime. Alright, we're gonna talk about some anime, Vegeta! And there might be some of you who might think that anime is just Japanese cartoons, it's just the same old story, just like two guys fighting, overpowered, superpowers and everything. But no, there is way more to anime than just the stereotypes. There's a lot to talk about and this will be a really interesting episode. And even if Matt and I are both anime fans, there are stuff that are sort of different to what we like. Like we both have different tastes and different preferences and we're gonna uncover that in this podcast. Hopefully, you will understand that there is more to anime than just the Naruto and the Bleach and there is way more than just the really popular ones, the showens and everything. And I want to warn everyone that we might spoil some anime we will be talking about some topics that might trigger hardcore fans please note that we all view things very differently and note that despite the fact that we're both huge fans for anime this podcast is mostly targeted to casual fans so you know people who aren't really that fully invested in the source material so please be gentle and kind on how we view this Right, Matt? Indeed. So, let's start off with the basics. What is anime? Oh boy, that's uh, an interesting question. Because everyone knows it as this Japanese cartoon, but it's not just cartoon. I mean, yes, it's animated, but there is more to it than that. It's hard to explain. Even for someone who watches anime for a really long time. Yeah, anime is not an easy thing to explain. And I've been watching it for so many years. It's really, really broad in a sense. Because you have to divide it up into multiple categories to explain what it really is. That's true. Um, There's really no one way to explain anime. And like you said, there's a broad horizon of what anime has in it for each different series. Hardly any American cartoons can actually equal up to anime because a lot of them are comedy-based. Very few of them could be as broad as an anime. One of the few that I can actually think of is um, Batman the Animated Series from the 90s or... uh, Teen Titans, mostly action cartoons, not all of them, but some of them, have some similarities to anime. According to Google, um, the definition of anime is a style of Japanese film and animation typically aimed at adults as well as children. I would love to say that's the very definition of anime, but then you remember there's cartoons like Rick and Morty and Family Guy, which is also targeted for adults, so... Yeah, it's not really easy on how to explain anime. All I could say is that it's basically a Japanese form of entertainment that's mostly animated. It's really popular. And if you want to explain it in the best way as possible, you have to cut it down into multiple categories just to explain it really well. Because it's really, really hard and difficult as there's so much to get through. That's very true. And unlike, you know... Uh, Shows such as Family Guy and The Simpsons and all that. Family Guy is mostly, or at least at one time it was, mostly uh, comedy. And even though, yeah, it does touch on some heavy subjects, for the most part, it's just comedic and stuff like that. Um, If you want a show that's American, that is also comedy, but could also be something pretty good where you see not just a lot of comedy, but you could also relate to it is something like King of the Hill because it's not just, you know, relying on mostly comedy to, you know, push it along. It actually has some stories. It actually has some really good stories and everything like that, just like an anime does. But there might be people wondering what the difference is. Like, even I know a few people 
back then, they something to ask me, what's the difference between anime and cartoons? Aren't they the same thing? And at the time, all I could say is it's its origin. Like one of it, one of it is like made in a, in a in America or in Australia or the UK or something. And anime is mostly Japan based. But I just wonder what is the difference between anime and cartoon? Oh boy, anime and cartoon. How would you even start to define the differences between them? It depends what you are looking for. Are you trying to look for something more comedic to compare the two? Are you trying to look for something more drama-based, action, adventure? There's so many different ways to either compare the two or try to figure out what is different between the two. Uh, How would you go about it? So my dumb theory is that not only it's about the origin and the art style, but it also could be the target audience that they're trying to appeal to. Like, Naruto is mostly appealing to teenage boys and young adult males. And then most of the popular cartoons that we know right now, like Adventure Time or Steven Universe, they're mostly targeted towards kids and teenagers and maybe some young adults as well. But yeah, it's really confusing now on how... The very definition of anime and cartoon, it's now getting more confusing as it is as cartoons are now trying to appeal towards a more adult audience. That's true. Um, Some cartoons even made for teens or kids are also trying to, you know, go towards an adult audience. Like you said, Adventure Time has actually done this successfully. Um, Other cartoons, I would have to say, that have also done this, uh, especially, like, let's say in the 2000s range, would be something like uh, the Teen Titans series, the original Teen Titans, not Go, um, Samurai Jack, and more recently, stuff such as Gravity Falls. These shows are gearing more towards adults, teens, and kids, which they, they have done. And if you want to really go back in time, really look into it, stuff like Looney Tunes did this because even though we see it as kid stuff, there was also enough stuff for adults to enjoy it. In fact, there are adults now that still enjoy something like Looney Tunes and they want to show it to their kids And that could also be the same for anime. Like, if you want to go back in time for that one as well, you know, go back in the day, uh, you'd have to look at stuff such as Speed Racer or stuff by Studio Ghibli, such as My Neighbor Totoro, Nausicaa Valley of the Winds. These things try to appeal to teens, adults, and kids, and they have. So basically... We have no idea how to define the two because they're pretty much almost the same, but it's how we view it and how it's made that can tell the difference on what an anime and what a cartoon is. That is true. I can't believe we talked this long in this podcast. It's just the beginning and we have no idea how to answer the first two questions. True. But despite the fact that they're both sort of the same, We do enjoy it, so why do we both enjoy anime? Would you like to go first? You've been watching anime way longer than me. I want to know your point of view first. Okay. (laughs) All right. Why do we enjoy anime? Well, one of the reasons why I enjoy anime is because I love the Japanese art style. It's something that I find very appealing. It's easy on the eyes. It's... I love it. It's great. Um, one of the first times I've ever seen anime, at least to my earliest memory, uh, would have to be something like Speed Racer, because I remember seeing uh, reruns of that on, uh, I believe it was Cartoon Network, and, um, I also remember one of the first anime movies I've ever seen was My Neighbor Totoro, and that was the original Fox dub of it, not the Disney dub. Trust me, there's a big difference. Yeah, that's how I first got started on that, and one of the reasons why I enjoyed it is because it was something different. It wasn't just comedic. It actually was telling a really big story, Um, no matter how big or sometimes simple it was, especially just how detailed something was. Like, 
if you watch My Neighbor Totoro, you will notice that the people who work on these things pay attention to so many details, whether it just be like the wind blowing through the trees or rain uh, coming down from the sky or just how a character expresses themselves, whether they're happy, they're sad. There's just so much to enjoy about anime. For me, why I like anime is mostly because of the story. Yes, cartoons can do the same thing, but for me, I like to believe that anime is more daring in regards on how they tell their story. For example, whenever I feel upset or depressed or just not feeling really good, and the stuff that I enjoy like Dan and Phil and YouTube videos, they aren't making me happy, they ain't cheering me up, I usually go watch Madoka Magica and watch something dark and really twisted just to help me feel better because I feel like I could relate to how the characters are feeling. And there's another example of Vampire Night. It's vampires, but it's much better than Twilight. I could say that I will say that and I don't care if people are going to hate me. Vampire Night is better than Twilight. And the reason for that is it's really intense when it comes to the family drama that happens in the show. There's a huge love triangle going on. And yes, there might be some slightly bits of incest that's in there. Spoiler, but we warned you in the beginning. But... The, the way it's executed and done, it's just so dark. And it's something that you would not come across in normal cartoons. At least normal cartoons at the time when Vampire Night was airing. I'm not sure if that's now a thing in current cartoons. Maybe somewhere on Netflix somewhere. But basically, the way that anime portrays dark and really heavy topics is much more daring than the usual cartoon. Hence why I enjoy it. Interesting. Um, darkness. Oh, dark animes. Here's one anime that I think does not get enough recognition or just anything that it actually deserves. And that is Vampire Princess Miyu, which is a late 80s anime. It was only four episodes long, and then it got relaunched around 1998 as a full-on series, which only lasted about 20-something episodes. But if you want a good, dark anime, check out the original four-episode anime series for Vampire Prince Mio, because if you want something dark, this girl had to watch as her mom killed one of her best friends so she can feed on her just so she can, you know, keep on living. She drained the blood from one of her best friends, gave the blood to her daughter because she was starting to turn pale. She was starting to turn sick. She had no idea what was going on. And there was a point where she actually had to run away from home because these people were trying to kidnap her. I can't remember why at the moment. And it's just so good. If you guys ever want to check it out, go check it out online. Buy the DVDs if you like it. You know, um, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, which it should be. But it's one of the best dark animes I've ever came across. In fact, at a time when I was only seeing stuff like Dragon Ball Z, Digimon, Pokemon, uh, Sailor Moon... I was kind of wondering to myself, is there anything, you know, kind of dark, creepy with a really good storyline that's not just trying to go for like blood, guts, gore? Um, and Vampire Princess Miyu was that anime. I mean, yeah, there is some blood, but it's not like trying to be all edgy and dark and all that stuff. One thing I can also say about it is you never know if Miyu is on the good side on the bad side because she's kind of in between so you never can fully figure her out i challenge to all the psychology students out there i just want to point out guys that the, even though if we enjoy anime we're not weeaboos and we are not otakus and weeaboos are mostly people who are, who are mostly into japanese culture altogether. it's more than just anime and otakus yeah, they're all the anime fans, the hardcore anime fans. And I'm not sure if Matt is, but I'm not a otaku. I'm a low-key weeaboo. Low-key. There was a time where I studied Japanese for three years, but I didn't enjoy it after the third year. 
But yeah, we may be selling like otakus and weeboos, but I don't know about Matt, but for me, not so much. I am definitely not an otaku, nor am I a weeaboo. I enjoy anime, but I'm not like a hardcore anime fan. Especially when it comes to like collecting merchandise. The most I will get is a DVD or Blu-ray of whatever show I'm really into, but that's not very often. Or a soundtrack if I like the music, and that's about the extent of what I usually get. I just read the manga. Because I'd like to know the original story. And I sometimes think that the manga is better than the anime. Go ahead, fight me. I don't care. But have you read or have you read the Vampire Night manga from books 1 to 19? The manga is much better than the anime, in my opinion, for Vampire Night. Even Fruit Baskets is much better because I know in the anime they will cut off a lot of stuff. And I'm pretty sure for the Full Moon or Sagashite anime, they changed a lot of stuff. Like, I've seen bits of the anime and I read the manga first. They just changed a lot of things in the anime that I've decided to not watch it. I might watch it if I feel like it, but I just prefer the manga better. Yeah, sometimes the manga can be better than the anime. I have yet to run into a manga that's better than the anime or an anime that's better than the manga. Because I don't read that much manga. Um, The most I've read all the way through when it comes to a manga series... Unfortunately, this has no anime, even though there should be, is called Wish, which is about... And it's been so long since I've read it. But Wish is basically about a angel that comes to Earth to help uh, this one person. I can't remember the person's name. And uh, at one point, I do remember they fall. the angel falls in love with the demon, even though that's against the rules. But sh- the, the angel goes with it anyway. And it's pretty interesting. It's by Clamp. Um, if you don't know who Clamp is, they're known for doing animes and mangas like, uh, Cardcaptor Sakura. So I'm getting word from our audio guy. He's saying that despite the fact that we claim that we're not weeaboos and otakus, we pretty much sound like it just because we know this much. (laughs) And I just want to say, dude, you're probably not wrong because... Yeah, I did study Japanese for three years, then stopped. And we both enjoy, and and Matt and I do enjoy a lot of this stuff. But I just want to point out that there are people out there who are way more invested to this than we are. Like, I used to have a friend who lives and breeds anime. And, oh boy, that was an interesting high school life. I am in no way an otaku or a weeb. I just know quite a bit about anime because I've been watching it for so long. Yeah, guys, you have to know that Matt is like 30 years old. So he has way more experience than I do. This is true. I don't know about me because I'm still living my life and growing as a person. So I'm just going to ask this to you. Do you think that the stories in anime relate to you in some degree? Um... Very few of them relate to me. I'd have to... Uh, I can't think of any that would I'd actually relate to off the top of my head. But um, there's a few uh, certain things that I can relate to. Like, um, like such as... A, okay, here's an example. Like Cowboy Bebop. Um, how, despite the fact that they get paid quite a bit to uh, hunt down their bounty and once they get it because they're bounty hunters um, they're still broke for the most part because of all the damages they have to pay for repairs on their ships and everything like that and uh, one thing I can relate to is um, only being able to afford let's say a certain meal that you can cook at your home because um, it's all you can like I just said, afford. And I have been in that rut more than once. For me, I cannot fully say if it does because like I said, I'm still living my life. I'm still young, so I can't say if it fully relates. But I know there are some subplots 
in anime that I could relate to. For example, I'm gonna bring back Madoka Magica. I fully relate to Sayaka's grief and pain when it comes to love. The fact that she is having a bad luck, having to accept that she can't fall in love anymore because she's she traded her soul for the guy she loves. I could sort of relate to the idea of willing to do anything to be with someone, but in the end, it just doesn't end up really well that you end up hurting yourself. But it's more than just Saika hurting herself. She also hurts the people around her, and I hate to admit this, but I have to somewhat agree with that. I may have hurt a lot of people around me just because I sort of started liking someone and I that's why I relate to Saika a lot. She just feels so bad in her situation that in the end she ended up cursing herself. And I feel like I cursed myself as well. Yeah, I can relate to the whole um doing anything you can to be with somebody. I've done that before and it did not work out very well. I even lost some friends because of it. But that's part of life. You live and learn. Now here's another fun question to ask. Is Avatar The Legend of Aang an anime? The Legend of Aang? Or Last Airbender for some of the people who don't know. I was literally about to correct you and say it's Avatar The Last Airbender and the other show is called uh, The Legend of Korra. Dude, I had versions where it's literally called The Legend of Aang. I would like to see that because I've never heard of that before. I think you have to be in Asia for that. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, is does that count as an anime? Because I know they have the weird, the similar expressive styles as anime, but it's not anime per se. No, it's not anime, but it is in the anime style, so that's what confuses a lot of people. I know it's a cartoon. I never count it as anime, but I know there are people who like to say that, oh, The Last Airbender is anime because of this and that and whatever yeah um it's i don't know i mean i know the people that work on it are uh american i believe besides the avatar being asked if it's an anime is pokemon still counted as an anime oh I want to say that Pokemon is an anime, but I remember being in this conversation with a few friends from high school, and it would go in the, around the lines of, raise your hand if you watch anime, and put it down if the only anime you watch is Pokemon, because they don't count Pokemon as anime anymore. I mean, it is, but I don't know, it is and it isn't. It has kind of gotten a bit more of the American look, especially with the latest anime or series that has came out, which I believe is Sun and Moon. Dude, I heard that the Sun and Moon series is inspired for, from Yokai Watch. Uh, I have not seen that anime, but I've seen like clips of it. It's a video game. It's a video game that turned anime and I'm know that that's the style or the art style that the Pokemon Sun and Moon series is going, but in a sense of it being a series. So let's disregard art style and everything altogether. Just what we know, what we've seen, how the stories progress and how popular it has gone. Can we still count Pokemon as an anime? Um, an anime that's just kind of there to sell more toys, games, uh, cards. Yeah, but if you want to count it as an anime that still has a, like, a, like a continuing story and a plot, not really. For me, I think after at least the Hoenn region or the Sino region or black and white, that's when it stopped being an anime already and it just felt more cartoony because it's just the same plot over and over and over again. Unlike anime, they are daring in how they tell their stories. They try to make it different. Yes, there are some animes which are pretty much almost similar, but the way it's told is different. Pokemon is literally the same thing over and over and over. It's almost predictable by this point. Even the games. But I love playing the games, so shut up. Um... Yeah, the anime has gotten super predictable. It's just not what it used to be. For me, 
it stopped being anime after season around two or three. During the Jodo League, really? Wait, yeah, yeah. Because uh, one thing I really did not like is um, how they had Ash say that he was going to be back for his Pokemon and he was going to go visit the Pokemon that he let go, such as uh, Pidgeotto, Butterfree, I believe even Haunter. But that never happened, which honestly, that's one of the reasons why I kept watching, especially for um, him to go back and visit Haunter, because that was one of my favorite uh, three part episodes. And um, to, and honestly, just as like a side thing, the, the three part Sabrina episodes is probably some of the best episodes in the entire Pokemon anime series. I remember seeing that. That one was creepy, but I enjoyed that. It was a little creepy when I was a kid, but um, when I grown up and I rewatched those three episodes, they're actually pretty interesting, especially when you learn more about Sabrina and her past. And Ash is too stupid to realize that he's been talking to her dad the entire time. Every time he pops up. Didn't he do that with Brock's dad as well? Yep. Ash is an idiot. He can't even tell that Misty had a crush on him. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. No! It was slightly hinted here and there. They even kept it in a few, um... I want to say Pokemon CDs and... Maybe like a straight to video specials or whatever. But yeah, Misty had a crush on Ash at Once Upon a Time. Wow, okay, didn't know that. Yeah, that was a major thing at one time. Then how come he hooked up with Serena? Who's Serena? She's in the modern series. I, It was before Sun and Moon. Yeah. Yeah, it was during the X and Y series. Serena is going to, I think it's the Hoenn region. Um, she kissed Ash, and everyone freaked out. Literally, a lot of Pokemon fans freaked out. Tumblr was freaking out. I know a few Pokemon YouTubers who freaked out. I freaked out. Interesting. I didn't know about this. Of course, I haven't really kept up to date with the anime. I guess it's because I didn't know because in the Pokemon series, like in the original, not... You have to know that I was really young, so I really didn't care. I might have been a bit dense or too young to understand or, or to see the signs. But in the original series, I didn't know or there, I didn't see any obvious signs at least. But in that season, it's kind of built up from the get-go. Like, they started saying, oh, yeah, Serena is Ash's childhood friend, and he once helped her. And then there's, like, a bunch of platonic lovey-dovey stuff that everyone started shipping them. And the moment that they kissed at the end, best ending ever, best build-up, best everything, the end. Like, screw the fighting Team Rocket, the casual, usual storyline. That one is all we've been waiting for. Ah, uh, all right then. Um, hey, I'm learning something new today. Same here. Casual nerds, the more you know. Insert a rainbow here. <laughs> okay, time for the biggest debate that everyone has been waiting for. Two casual fans will be talking on this podcast. Which is better, the English subs or the English dubs? Go. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> this will be fun. I say that the subs are better because the anime was mostly originated from Japan. So the subtitles is there to help us understand what they're actually saying. Though that is true, and I do agree with that to a point. Um, a lot of the times I would rather watch dub, not because I enjoy a lot of the English voice actors, um, especially people like such as Steve Bloom. Um, I really, really enjoy it because I'd rather hear and understand 
what they're saying instead of reading it. I don't like reading my animes. I'd rather watch them. Despite the fact that I met Vic Magnolia and Spike Spencer during a few conventions in Sydney, and those two are like, they both voiced act in Vampire Night, and I like Vic Magnolia's work because I watch a lot of his, of the anime that he's been involved with, like Auron, um, DN Angel, and Vampire Night. I still prefer the Japanese dub. I prefer reading the subtitles for this reason. And this is like one, one of the reasons, but I'll use this as my main argument for now. So listen up. The English dub for Sword Art Online sucks. They made Klein sound like a teenager that originally he's a grown ass man who just likes video games. They made him sound like a teenager when in reality he's a grown up who has a job. I don't know what kind of job, but he's a grown up. I had no idea. I've, uh, well, of course, I've only ever seen one episode of Sword Art Online, which was actually subbed. I've seen Sword Art Online before it actually got dubbed. So, yeah. And another reason why I like the Japanese versions than the English versions is because of this other fun argument that people brought up. Even I didn't know this, but I heard that this was a fact and I'm just like, yep, another reason why i rather read the subtitles. The one who voiced act Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan is basically the same guy who voiced act Kirito from Sword Art Online. So basically, I might just be as well listening to the same person in a different universe. i rather just have two separate people voicing two separate things. And I just like reading the subtitles. I like watching movies with subtitles. So I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, okay, I understand. Uh, some people would rather read and, you know, listen to the Japanese voices, which there's nothing wrong with that. Just like there's nothing wrong if you enjoy dubs more so than subs. I enjoy dubs more because I enjoy watching the anime instead of reading it the entire time. Which I know some people are going to be like, well, why don't you just look up at the screen? It's like, I do sometimes, but for the most part, I'm looking at what they're saying. I'm not saying that I don't like English dub. Trust me, I still I think there are some anime that the English dub is better than the English sub. For example, Vampire Night, because I tried watching it in Japanese and Yuki just sounds really creepy in Japanese that it just I was like nope okay you're gonna stick with English for this I just like the anime in Japanese because it's like it's truest art form and speaking of that I want to tell you something funny that I saw on Tumblr remember King of the Hill that you were mentioning earlier uh yeah so there was this video that I saw and it's basically Japanese fans asking which is better, King of the Hill in English or King of the Hill in Japanese. And guess what they said? Japanese. They prefer the Japanese subtitles than the Japanese dub because they think that the subtitles makes more sense than the dub. And there was this reblog caption in this post that says, oh, it just came full circle then. And I'd like to believe that subs just, like, English subtitles in anime just makes it more sense in my, in some degree, I guess. Like, it, it just, I don't know. It's just how I view it. Like, it just, it just keeps the art form and the story close to accurate to the original while the dub, they just change a few things to make it more Americanized and modern and easy to translate. However, there were some cases where the English dub, they changed the entire thing in its entirety. For example, Pokemon with jelly donuts. Ah, uh, yeah, the jelly donuts. Weren't they like um, rice balls? Yeah, they're onigiris. I had one before, by the way. It was really good. It's worth eating. It's basically rice balls with a bit of salt and tuna in the middle and some seaweed. Really good. No, I've had a couple myself. I remember I had a sweet one once. I I don't remember what the filling was. All I remember is some kind of pink stuff in the middle. I think you're eating a jelly donut. No, it wasn't a jelly donut. It was 
It was a uh, it was a rice ball. So favorite anime, go and don't give a full list. Just give one favorite anime. It could be something you've mentioned immediately, or it's something you haven't mentioned before. Oh, favorite? Yes. And I and can only one. choose one. Oh boy, uh, I have more than one. That that's what kind of makes it hard. You can only pick one because you know. I just want to challenge everyone. Pick one favorite anime. Go. Alright. If I were to choose my favorite anime, it's... I, I want to say this right now. It's a three... I will choose one, but I want to say it's a three-way tie between Hellgirl, Vampire Princess Mew, and Cowboy Bebop. I would have to say Cowboy Bebop. Because the characters can be relatable. It's really well written the so much of the music is great which i am still playing to get um the soundtracks to it at least the main four or five of them uh, i'd have to relook at them again but uh i love the i love how the relatable the characters can be i love the music i love the art style i just i love the stories that they come up with um, sometimes it, sometimes they're really serious and sometimes it can be a little goofy, but not too goofy. Um, it's just a great anime. It only lasted about a season. I have the complete series on DVD and it's just so worth watching. If you ever want to watch an anime that breaks away from, you know, something that's usually like where they use overly expressed facial features sometimes, you know, like in One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, Naruto, and you want something that's serious, but at times can also take itself a little... It, it takes a break from being serious, you know? It doesn't overdo it. It never crosses that line where it gets so serious, it's ridiculous. But it's dark, it's funny... It, it's just something to watch. It's something really good to watch. How about you? Well, I said this earlier, Madoka Magica. I just love it. It's basically your usual magical girl trope, but within like halfway, it just flips itself and it just goes so dark. Not only I like Saika's backstory, but I also like Homer as well. She's like trying to fix her mistakes, trying to undo time to make things right. But in the end, she has to accept that it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna work out. Madoka's fate is sealed. And then that gets flipped over its head when you watch the movie because apparently Madoka becomes a god and then she just... And when she's gonna free Homura, like send her free from the curse before she turns to the witch, Homer just goes, screw you, I'm gonna make my own world, I'm gonna make my own rules, and everything just gets flipped over its head, and I just love it, I just love the twists and turns, and the best part is that it fits perfectly well, it's not like, oh, it's instant, unexpected, it just builds up that when you watch, you're like, hold on, how the hey did we get here? And like I said multiple times, I just think it's just that really good story-wise. The anime, the art style, it, it varies. Like They change the art style depending on what's going on. Like the art style for the witches is so different to the normal art style. And you can just tell that it's a witch or this is a human. And oh boy, it's just so... ah, I just love it. And I have a few of the songs from the soundtrack because I couldn't find it off YouTube, but I have a few of the songs. My favorite one is the end credits called Magia by... Oh, I forgot who sang it. But I have the full credits version. I have their live version. And I have um, Amelie's covers because the song is so good. It's really dark and epic and yeah, I just like it very much. Next, worst anime. What anime do you hate or dislike the most and why? Shin-chan. I cannot stand Shin-chan. The reason the art style is so, like, it's bad. It's really bad. I, I mean, 
Okay, I can't be too hard on the art style because originally it was meant for kids. So I'm going to let that pass a little bit. But... There's no story. There's no plot. It's dumb jokes. That's all it is. It's stupid jokes. And... That, that That's it. It's just stupid. It's dumb. It's mind-rotting. It's not worth the watch. And they even tried to make a adult version of it, I believe. I remember seeing it on Adult Swim. And that was even worse. And it's just... Just stay away from it. If you want something good, go watch Madoka Magica. Go watch Cowboy Bebop. Hell Girl. Vampire Prince Miu. Just s- stuff like that. Stay away from Shin-chan. For me, I don't hate the anime. I just... It just think it's not for me. Day in the Life of High School Boys. It's just weird. Like, it's basically jokes. And it's simple. It's simplistic. There's no ongoing story. But it just feels mad to me. I know there are people who enjoy it. I know when I went to Smash this year, they had this trivia. And one of the trivia questions had to do with the life, life of high school boys. But I just didn't enjoy it as much. I know my brother kind of enjoyed it a lot or in, or in some degree when he first found it. But uh, I just felt like it's not for me. I might watch a few episodes, but it's just something I wouldn't invest my time in. Yeah. So here's something I want to ask. What was your first anime experience? What was the first anime you watched and how did you react to it? Uh, the very first anime I've ever watched, uh, besides Speed Racer, if you want to, because I, I, I have very vague memories of watching it. I just remember thinking, oh, this is cool. Um, just a bunch of races and uh, there's the mysterious racer. I can't remember his name. Um, so I just remember being all right about it. But the first anime I remember watching that I really liked and got into was Dragon Ball Z. Which I'm not really a fan of anymore. But I do like the original Japanese music to um, the very first incarnation of DBZ in Japan. But anyway, I remember liking it because it was something different. There was a lot of fights going on, a lot of action. Um, I liked Gohan. I liked Goku. Uh, my favorite character, even now, is uh, Tien, uh, the three-eyed guy. For those of you who don't know, he's a three-eyed uh, person. Um, it's just, a, it, it was really interesting. I just got into it um yeah how about you for me i watch a bunch of animes in pretty much in the same year but i have to say my very first anime experience that i was fully invested in was season two of Mega Man. so Mega Man axis and here's the funny story about it i watched the anime in filipino dub so the entire series was in tagalog but i managed to understand what's going on it's just so funny, and I remember wanting to arrive home really early just to watch it on TV. And I just, at the time, I thought that was the first 3D anime there is because, you know, technology and everything, and the, the world of the net navvies was so 3D-like. But if you watch it now, you just think, oh, it's basically the, uh, normal 3D that you expect in the past. But at the time... It just felt so 3D and I enjoyed the story and there is like a bunch of twists and turns. For example, the evil sister that the main character didn't know. So everyone thought, even I thought that it was basically she had an alter ego that she didn't know. But in reality, she does have an evil sister that she didn't know. It must have been like a lost twin or something. And in the end, the sister was able to redeem herself and... I just enjoyed it. I also wanted to live in the world where what if I get to turn into a net navi? What if I can turn into Mega Man? Like I have, I would like to buy my own net navi, pet navi or whatever it's called. You know, the thing they have and have battle chests and battle other people. And oh boy, it was a good anime. Um, 
Fortunately though, despite the fact that I did say I was invested in it, around a few years ago, I tried to see if I could watch it all over again. And it turns out there were like 12 seasons. I watched season two. So I have to, and apparently each season has at least 20 to 30 episodes. And I'm like, okay, I can't catch up to all of that. I'll just stick with season two, which I grew up with. And let's, we'll go on from there. I'm not familiar with that anime. I know what Mega Man is, though. I grew up with the cartoon Mega Man. There's a cartoon version? Really? Yeah, it aired in the 90s and I think early 2000s. It was okay. I have the theme song for the season two of Mega Man or... I would just call it Mega Man Axis, and they, everyone says that's just season two, so whatever. But I have the theme song because it's just so catchy. I wanted to learn it, but I can't sing Japanese. So I just have the song on my phone. Too bad there wasn't the full version released because I would love to have the full version of the song. Any recommendations to all the people who want to just get into anime? Like they want to have their first step into anime to dive in the kiddie pool before they go on to the deep end hmm recommendations um depends what you're really looking for to be honest if you want a good action drama comedy kind of anime I would highly suggest I already know I said this but I would highly suggest Cowboy Bebop if you want something darker I would suggest Hellgirl and Vampire Princess Mew. Um, if you want something more slice of life and comedy, I would say something like Azamanga Dayo, Doki Doki School Hours. Oh, gosh. I can't think of any, like, really driven um, drama animes. Um, shoot. Action anime, like... Something that's, like, really big on action. I would, besides DBZ, I would go for something like Trigun. That's a pretty good one. Um, just, there's just so many. How about you? What, what do you recommend? Well, for me, I would recommend Sword Art Online. It's very simple. The story is kind of meh, but it's a good start. You can both watch it in English and Japanese, and you can start debating which one is better. Watch it in Japanese, just saying. But Sword Art Online is a good start. Um, Attack on Titan is also a good start if you want something that's heavy and action-packed and sort of comedy in the same time. But that's season one. Season two and three, that's when if you want to get really invested in the world of anime because the story gets more deeper and, and the lore just gets really, really complicated that... You're just gonna be like, okay, what the haystack is going on? But season one of Attack on Titan is a good start for beginners. And what else? What other anime? I would also suggest Fruit Baskets if you want something sweet and wholesome. K-On is also a good start if you want something sweet and wholesome. And music. They have good music. Um, No Game, No Life if you think Sword Art Online is too normy for you. No Game No Life is a good beginning anime. So basically, No Game No Life is basically an anime where two siblings enter a world where playing games help dictate decisions. And I just think that's a good starting anime. They have like it's like it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but instead of rolling a dice, you play stuff like Scrabble or Word Connector, whatever it's called, like Word Search or something, to help figure out to help solve puzzles and stuff like that. I think that's it for my recommendations of beginner anime. Yeah, the normie stuff. Watch all the normie stuff. <laughs> so any final thoughts on this whole topic? Just um, if you plan to get into anime, um, try to find what works for you because there's so many different styles there's so many different genres there's so many different things about anime that is worth checking out um especially if you're like me and for the most part i'm not saying completely but for the most part where you want to find something that's more kind of realistic more serious 
um, and stuff like that, I would suggest going into something like Cowboy Bebop or if you want a good movie recommendation for something like that, uh, try Grave of the Fireflies, which is amazing. Another good Studio Ghibli movie. And yeah, just look around, ask people, and just try to find what works for you. Yeah, and there's like different types of anime, and everyone will have different tastes. If you don't want to listen to the Japanese dub, there's English dubs out there, so you can listen to that. Studio Gilby, I also agree that's a good start. Like, watch all the Studio Gilby stuff. They're like good beginner animes, especially Ponyo and Spirited Away and stuff like that. They're really good stuff for beginners and pretty much so pretty much everyone has different tastes we all view it differently but they just have good stories and i believe that japanese animation they are more daring on how they tell it than the traditional american cartoon that is very true it is pretty different but you know what else is also daring the newest season of doctor who because God, season 11 is really good. They're now changing up a notch on how the whole thing is going. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say about Doctor Who. Alright. Just like anime, Doctor Who has been going on for a really long time as well. So, think of anime like Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Um... Or just anything really. Um, I'm, 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 yeah, I just started watching Doctor Who, but that's a yeah. different topic for a different time. And yeah, that's our episode of Casual Nerds. I hope you enjoy it. If you want to hear this podcast, it's on my YouTube channel, it's on iTunes, and it's on Podbean. So feel free to download there or listen there. And this podcast comes out every month, so keep an eye out. And yeah, my name is Ari, and with me is... Mega DJ Matt. And hope you enjoy this podcast. So see you guys next month. All right, signing out.